Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Megan and you're here with me on Penny for Your Thoughts. It's definitely been a while since my last episode. A lot has happened in general, um, especially with this pandemic going on. I started a new class. Um, It's just been a little crazy around here, so I apologize for how long it's taken me to get started again. Uh, this time I think I'm gonna go away from the military stuff and talk about my journey, the, the, the journey that I've been on to try to find my biological father, and his name is Michael Brito. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. So, I never really paid attention when I was little anyway to the fact that I didn't have a a biological father. I know I had my mom, um, my sister, my brother, and Michael Robinson, who I've mentioned previously. Um, My mom's boyfriend, he was great. I just, I guess he just filled that position. And even though I I knew he wasn't my dad, he was still like a dominant person you know I remember him more than I remember my mom really he was great but um time goes by you get a little older you see other people's families and everything and you just wait a minute I have to have a dad right you know like my seven-year-old self eight-year-old self and I'm like "Hmm." just happened to be coming down the stairs one day and uh, my mom's sitting on the couch and I was like ma who's my real dad and she was just like um his name is michael brito and i was like oh okay and then you know just kept going whatever um and then like probably i'm terrible with time but like maybe two years later i'm just like where where is he like oh he's in california don't worry about him oh okay if you say so. Um, but there was this one time before I started. Oh, I think she didn't say Michael Brito. She just said Michael. And Michael Robinson and all that stuff. So I guess I had been thinking. And Michael used to put me to bed and, you know, tuck me in and all that. And one day he, we were upstairs and I was just like, Michael, are you my real dad? And I think it kind of just threw him off guard. And I was like, you know, it's okay. You can tell me. And he just like kind of dropped his head a little bit and was like, no, Megan, I'm sorry. I'm not. It would be an honor to be your dad. You know, all the right things. But I'm not. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's very disappointing. I would have loved to have Michael Robinson as my real dad. For some reason, I thought maybe there was this big secret and... I wasn't supposed to know, you know, my mind goes to so many places in general. It was so much worse or more adventurous or whatever when I was a kid. But um, I was convinced at first that he was and it was a secret and nobody wanted to tell me and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, then uh, later, I, like I said, I asked my mom where he was and 
she was just like, oh, California. And I thought she was just, you know, throwing stuff out there. Like, whatever. He's not around. Don't worry about him. Blah, blah, blah. So, once I got older, um, I think, like, my senior year in high school, I really started looking into, like, who is this man? How, like, what was he like? I, I happen to, I used to love, my mom had this hutch filled with like old pictures from when we were babies and stuff and I just love going through them and seeing family and my brother my sister and all our stuff and I had one random time I came across this picture and on the back it said Michael Brito 1987 like October 1987 and I was just like hmm I've never seen this man in real life who the hell is this and it was like one of them was like a cutoff picture like he had his arm across the couch and it looked like three two heads and a car seat and uh like uh you know somebody had their pick finger over the lens or a little bit or whatever so i'm like that could be me my brother and my sister me in the car seat you know and then so I went and I asked my mom, I was like, who is this? Who's Michael Brito? I've never seen this guy. And she was just like, oh, uh, where did you find that? <laughs> it's like in the pictures. Like, uh, she's like, ah, oh, that's Michael Brito. Like, okay, who's that? Oh, that's your dad. What? Like this man here the, that I randomly found that I had never found before in the ha- cabinet that I've searched, looked in, this is him, huh? This is the dude? (laughs) I was just amazed. And taken back at the same time, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I think once that happened, I was, like, in it, you know? Like, I gotta find this guy. He's somewhere. I gotta find him. I wanna meet him. He's, it would be awesome. I mean, I know what he looks like. I can't just let this go. And then something else came up and my mom thought this other guy might be my dad so we halted it for that because the guy was like oh I want to take a test and blah 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 and he was like they got back together and he was around and it kind of just distracted me I guess because I'm like well this guy's right here so let's see where this goes we never took the test I was I don't know I was upset but um yeah then I was I went online when things were easy to find like people (laughs) and phone numbers and all that and I just searched Michael Brito and all these numbers came up so I wrote them down and I just occasionally started calling them and you know that awkward phone call or hi my my name is Megan and I think is there a Michael Brito who lives at this phone this house and oh yeah well I think maybe it's possible he might be my dad. Like, who? That's the worst phone call to make ever. Like, especially if it's, I'm sorry, no, Michael Brito's not here. No, that, I don't think that's the right one and blah, 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 whatever. So I joined the military, left, years went by, and I was in San Diego and I started wanting to look more and I found a whole bunch of phone numbers again 
different locations because I'm like, my dad's from Newport, Rhode Island, so I should only be looking in that area. And all these other numbers came up, and I kind of just like, whatever, I'm not, you know, focus on those because my dad apparently is from Newport, Rhode Island. And so I had, I had Isaiah, and he was probably like a year old maybe, and I was serious. I was like, I want to find this man because he is a grandchild, and I want my son to know who his grandfather is, and I want to know who he is, and this is so important to me. So I went home on leave, and I my mom was there, and my sister was there, and it was crazy because... My sister was more the mediator, and that's never a thing, <laughs> if you know my sister. But um, I'm like, Ma, where is he? You went to his house. You were with him, right? Like, I don't know. My mom was very secretive about this man. I didn't know anything about him other than he lived in Newport, Rhode Island. And I'm like, you were with him. How could you not know where this man is? Like, where was the place that he took you? And she, I can't remember. You're gonna remember. And I still, like, it got real heated real fast, especially after hours of searching. And, you know, where I'm, this is my goal when I come to Massachusetts. This is my goal. I want to find this man. And you're messing with my timeline. And I was so mad. And I just started look, going to every address I could find, whether it was New Bedford, Rhode Island, whatever. And then finally, she remembered King Street and so after hours got me to the house and I was like oh this is it like this is it you know like I was so excited and overwhelmed and I got there and it was like nobody was there it was super weird the doors were like the sliding doors were open but nobody was like and so you know, calling, hello, hello, nobody answered. So we went to the neighbor's house and asked, um, does Michael Brito still live here? And the lady was like, oh no, they sold this house a long time ago. Um, yeah. And the way I was so upset, like I have, uh, the son's number, Jeffrey. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, I don't think my mom knew really anybody except my grandfather, I guess, you know, and his name was Frank, but, uh, yeah, like, what the, what the heck, man, like, I was so pissed off after that, like, I didn't want to do anything, I, I didn't want to hear her voice, I was so mad, and my sister was like, we need to just calm down. All right, everybody, let's just relax. You know, just take a minute. And I guess my mom and my sister were outside the car, and I kind of, you got to tell her something. Like, you got to tell her something. And that's to freaking for damn sure I wanted to know something. But she didn't tell me much of anything. Um, backtrack, when I was in high school, so my mom has this friend that she's had forever and her ex-husband was from Newport and I guess my mom would get rides with her to Rhode Island um, to visit her fiance boyfriend at the time I guess and would like drop her off and then go uh, my they, 
they would drop my mom off and then go and do whatever they do and then come get her and pick her up and come back. So I'm like, well, Auntie Donna must know something. I think I'm going to go over there. And my mom was super sensitive about the whole thing. So I didn't really let her know at that time that I was looking, actively looking or trying to find out about him anything about him so and coincidentally my aunt lived right up the street so I walked up the street and I was like auntie I just really you my mom are friends you know stuff like things other people probably don't know and I'm like do you know who my dad is and my mom says name's Michael Brito and blah 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 and she's like well like kind of like I don't want to say too much because it's not my place but your dad his name was Michael Brito and they met at uh I think the the elk not the elks but one of those clubs I know where it is it's like off of Mill Street or I think but um he played an instrument and he was very tall and they called him bear and you know she was just trying to give me basic stuff to because she's awesome auntie donna i love you so much i miss you but um she was the only person like i couldn't even my aunts and uncles didn't know or anything like auntie donna was the one who gave me the most information at all about this man and i was so grateful for her for, for that like she just gave me something she gave me a piece to keep going you know keep looking this guy matters he sounds awesome he plays an instrument like i think it was a trumpet or something like but yeah i love her but um yeah uh search search couldn't find this man came home on leave i went back empty-handed and kind of you know ramping up for deployment and everything and I always had that paper with all the phone numbers and um addresses like locations for Michael Brito's on my my um my nightstand like it was either on or in so whenever I was ready I just knew I knew exactly where it was because I'm kind of messy and if I I know where things are in a mess but anyway um we uh you know, went on deployment, came back, and I didn't really deal with it again for a while because, you know, life happens. Met Greg, got busy with that. Uh, you know, we had a dog. We, I was trying to get healthy after deployments and all that, and I was just preoccupied. And then we ended up getting orders back here to New England, and... All right, I guess, well, I had my daughter and everything, and I was like, all right, I have another kid. Now it's time to refresh this search and go look for this man. So I'm looking online. I'm, you know, paying for stuff to try to get information because this is, like, legit, you know, a thing I want. Um, I got on Ancestry, looking for family members. There's this thing called Jed Match. Jed Match where it takes the information from Ancestry and put you, you upload it into this website and it'll give you, um, you know, chromosomal matches, like kind of like what you would do with um, Ancestry, except 
it's more i think it's catered more towards like new england cape verdean type stuff you know like i don't i don't know if that's accurate but that's what it feels like so i might have more people that are like me are on this so maybe i'll have more of a chance finding a family member through this than through ancestry which is a lot more a lot broader and vast and time consuming um so i ended up taking a test with that other guy and you know cape verdians is like the well a thing that we say is you know cape kissing cousins i guess because you know in the back in the day a lot of people were you know we're not a large population us cape verdians like in the general population like we're actually a very small number and it's not it's more common to for us to go and be with other cape verdians versus branching out because i remember my mom saying oh you you know you keep it within the race kind of thing it's it's totally prejudice <laughs> in a way i don't know how to explain it it's a cultural thing but um yeah it's called kissing cousins and this guy ended up being like a cousin so i'm like oh my kissing cousins that's gross you know it's not like close but close cousins but you know we're related in a sense but um either anyway uh yeah didn't find this guy and then my mom found out you know i kind of mentioned it to her that i was looking again and all of a sudden here comes this obituary for frank frank brito which is my grandfather and of course in online obituaries and general obituaries they have family next of kin and you know I was like, what are the odds that randomly now you can just remember everything? I'm just being extreme in my thoughts, not, you know, emotional mind versus logical mind at the time. But um, I got all these names and there's social media and there's Google, you know, all this stuff. And I'm looking and I found this thing, this obituary. And I was like, no, that's not him which I'm talking about Michael. I'm like, no, that's not him. There's like three lines to it. Like there's no picture. This can't be him. Especially looking at Frank Frank's obituary and how big it is and people and, you know, all this stuff and so I'm like, no. And I just start googling all kinds of people and on that list and looking through Facebook and I only ended up finding one person who would actually respond to me. And um I hope she doesn't mind. Well, I won't say her name just in case she doesn't mind. But but in case she does mind. But um, a, a younger cousin. She's like early 20s, mid 20s, I think. Early 20s at the time. Um, actually responded to me. And I just said, hi, my name's Megan. You know, um, I'm looking for Michael Brito. Uh, if there's anything. You know, I just gave her the spiel. I apparently he might be my dad and I just want to try to find him and talk to him and blah 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 you know and she was just like um yeah I have an uncle that his name's Michael Bredo and 
I'm like, okay. So I sent her the picture of him that I had. And she was like, oh, shit. Oh, crap. That's my uncle. Yeah, that's my uncle. And I was like, well, apparently he's my dad. And I, I would love to talk to him. And if I know you might not want to give me his phone number but, number, but you can give him mine and see if he'll call. Because, I mean, I would just, I would love to meet him. And I have kids and... You know, I would love for them to know their grandparent, their granddad, and blah blah blah. And she was just like, "Well, um, I don't really want to get involved, and this and that." And it took a little while, like days, you know. But she uh, ended up. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but um, he passed away a few years ago, or like 2011, I think it was, and. I'm really, really sorry. And I was just like, no. This is the closest I've ever gotten to finding this man. And like a confirmed match to who I'm looking for is related to this, to her and him. You know, and it's just after all of this time, I'm just so upset that he's dead. Like he's gone I'm never going to meet him. I'm never going to hear his voice. We're never going to talk. Like, that sucks so bad. Like, <sighs> this is terrible. So, you know, I, 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 it sucked, but I didn't let it settle in, I guess. And I just started trying to reach out to more family, you know, to try to find out what he was like, who he was, all that stuff. And... That cousin that I found um, said her dad knew a lot and, you know, they were close. And so I tried messaging him and he, I guess, wasn't responding. So I kind of got a little attitude and I'm like, if you don't want to talk to me, then you don't have to talk to me. But it's kind of messed up. I just want you to respond like there's no one else. Like, And he's. Later on, I found out he's not a social media person, so he doesn't check it all the time. So I felt so bad after that. But, um, yeah, my uncle, his name is Steve, and he's great. I couldn't have asked for a better connection, honestly. Like, he has been great. He sent me pictures of him. I went to go visit him to meet him, brought my mom with me and everything because you know I don't know this man I have to make sure got somebody with me I'm not doing this by myself I watch a lot of murder mysteries but um yeah no he ended up being like the sweetest guy he's so caring and family oriented and he was telling me as much as he could and he wanted to find more stuff but it was like not rush but kind of last minute and he sent me a video of him like it was a short video he's singing with his best friend but it was him and his voice and his movement you know like is it was my uncle steve is he's a great guy um coincidentally uh my dad moved to california vallejo california which was like a few hours from lamar california where i lived for four years and he was there close to me for at least a couple of years um 
And I had no idea because I thought, you know, Newport, Rhode Island, New England, that's where he's from. That's where he's probably is. And I was so wrong and I could have found him if I had branched out my search. I will regret that forever. Um, my dad, I guess it was kind of like he committed suicide, but not really. Like, uh, he was a diabetic and it was really bad and he was in kidney failure. He had to have dialysis and everything and very often and he didn't like how much it was affecting his family. So he stopped dialysis and just, you know, let go. And that is tragic. Like, tragic. Like, what if he met, not to toot my own hand, my own horn or anything, but like, what if I was able to find him and meet him and gave him, like, if he cared, you know what I mean? Like, gave him that extra strength what if I was a match or something you know like I could have helped him or got to know him the best I could in the short amount of time or something you know like all the what ifs that's that's gonna be a thing but uh none of that happened he passed away Um, he was with his brother Neil's family and his brother passed away and then I guess his dad passed away and then he passed away and so he's been cremated and he's in California with his sister-in-law and his brother and I guess him and his brother are going to be buried together when they can and but I don't think I think that the sister-in-law or my aunt is skeptical about me and my how who I am to him and so she wasn't very open I don't think but she did tell me that he was a minimalist and he didn't have a lot of possessions and a lot of the stuff he did have they sent over to Goodwill so there is nothing left of him which is so sad (laughs) he had like three lines on his obituary there's no picture involved he didn't have any worldly possessions really and he died not alone thank god he did have family but i just think that that's such a that's so sad like nobody should go like that it just breaks my heart but um he was a really awesome guy like I had found another cousin and she told me some stories about him and he was very artsy he liked to paint and he would sit down with them and paint and like he was the favorite uncle and he liked boxing and he actually used to draw freaking floor plans for houses and he was in construction and he was this big guy and big hands and he worked hard and it's crazy because I used to love drawing floor plans like even before I went to high school because in high school I took architectural drafting like how is that that's crazy that that's a connection you know what I mean like 
something that we shared and we didn't even know. Like, I had no idea who this man was. And now I'm finding out I'm more like him than I, than ever. Like, I, I just love it. And I, uh, my uncle Steve sent me a picture of my grandmother and I look just like her. Like, I got my, my dad's nose, his shaped teeth, her cheekbones. Like, I look like them. I don't look like anybody on my side of the family, like my mom's side. I don't look, I don't feel like I look like my mom. I got different hair. Um, I got everything, you know, it's different. And to when I saw that picture of my grandmother and I put my picture side to side, I was just like, oh my God, I look just like this woman. And she's passed away too. But like, I don't know. I just felt so, I felt whole in a way. Like I felt I don't know like my identity was you know how when you don't have a parent and all that like you don't know anything and then once you start learning more it just starts to fill in that hole of I I don't belong but now I have a place it's it's a beautiful thing even though you know I never I didn't get to meet him I'm still learning and it just makes me happy and I'm able to tell my son about this man and when my daughter gets older, you know, I'll tell her more about him, the more I learn about him, and I just don't want, I feel like he just faded off into nothing, and I want to bring his, I want to bring him back, you know what I mean, like, he seemed like he would have been a great dad, like, a great dad, things might have been different if he was around, and I'm not going to put all my mom's business out there, but she doesn't chase after a man. That's just uh, how she is. She's a strong, independent woman who takes care of business and has been a good example for me in a lot of ways. But I would have, I wish that maybe, like, she won't tell me everything, but maybe if she tried later or, you know, you know, so, I don't know if she did, but tried tried to let him know that I was looking like that maybe that could have been a difference you know I don't know but with the results I I feel more content with what I know about him and I I want to learn more I I gotta talk to my uncle more I want to know all about him I just I guess I have a brother I don't know where he is, and I don't think my dad knows where he is. His mom took him away and never came back, so I have a brother out there somewhere. I don't know if I'll ever meet him, but he's a junior. (laughs) I would love to meet him, and I'm sure we would have a lot to talk about. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You want to know more? You you want to know more details? Call me. It's it, I got some stories. I just don't want to put them all out on here cuz that would be putting out people's business that yeah, it might be a little over the top there. But uh I hope you enjoyed it. Um even though I never met the man, I love him. Cuz if he I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. I think he really loved me. 
I think I honestly and truly believe that he loved me. But I know from stories that he did suffer from mental health, like depression and stuff. And I definitely inherited that gene, (laughs) I guess, whatever that, whatever that is. Uh, But I get it. I get it. Uh, But I know he loved me and I love him. And one day I'm going to meet him. I think I saw this meme on Facebook that said uh, some, of course it's morbid, but like, when you die, who's the... Well, if you could talk to somebody who has passed away, who would be that person? And I sat there and I thought, and I'm like, oh, Auntie Judy. I love Auntie Judy. Uh, Auntie Debbie. Ma. Antonia. You know, Nana Toons. I, Papa Toons. I never really met them, but I met them, but they, I was a baby kind of thing. But then I was like, no, I think... I think I would talk to my dad. Like, that's the person. I think we would have some great conversations, you know? I just... Wish I could have met him. But, yeah, I think that's that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, thank you for listening, and take care. This was a really personal subject for me to share. I'm glad I've been able to do it. Uh, it's been a long journey. I know I still have more people to talk to, more stories to hear, and I am totally looking forward to it. He just really seemed like a great guy. And I want to dedicate this episode to him. I want to tell people about him. I just want to share his legacy he was in a boxing he muhammad ali he loved to sing he played an instrument he loved painting working with his hands and drafting and he was family oriented and just from i'm sure there's things that i don't know but just from what I've learned, he just seemed like he deserves so much more than how he left this world. And I just pray that he he enjoyed the life that he had and the family members that he had surrounding him. And yeah, I'm so grateful that I've been able to find him in a sense. It helps a lot. Um, As for my mom, I love her. I hold no ill will. I was frustrated. I was angry. But we're all grown. We're all adults. We all make choices. We all have secrets. We all have regrets. And that's okay. I hope I can learn more from her. Because I know she's got stuff to tell me. But I can't. I'm not going to pressure her. She'll tell me when she's ready. Um, The message that I have for anybody out there who doesn't know their biological parents, if, if you're interested, try. 
That's all I can say. Try. Take the emotion out of it. And look. There's people around you who might know information. Learn from them. Don't wait. If you want to do that, do it. And if you don't like what you find, at least you can say you tried. You did it. You don't need it. You do need it. You're glad you found it. Him, her, whoever. But don't wait. Don't don't get so involved in the emotional aspect of it. You know, you don't know the story if you don't ask, if you don't try to find out. And in the end, it's for the, the good of you, not everyone else. Not the person that left or wasn't there or was intermittent or whatever. Just look. It's just, it can only help you in the long run. Because, you know, people leave. People die. And then it's gone. And then you live with regret because you never did it. And you wish you did. So just do it. If you got the time, you got the energy, you got the people, the resources, just do it. I hope you guys enjoyed my story. Um... Yeah, I'm happy to share it. And take care. Be safe. All the good stuff.